Have you ever brought your magic to Walt Disney World like, hey, we came to play? Did you tip your tiara to a Creole princess or get goofy officially? Step up like a boss and save the day? Or see what life's like under the tree of life? Did you? If you could. Would you? When we come through, it's true magic. Because we came to play. Bring the magic at Walt Disney World Resort. Experts claim there is nothing tougher than a diamond. But at Diamonds Direct, we beg to differ. Have you ever met a mother? Strong, radiant, timeless. This Mother's Day, give her the gift that meets her match. With diamond jewelry starting at $200, plus Diamonds Direct's exceptional quality and unbeatable everyday price, you're sure to give her a gift that wows this generation and the next to come. Experience the thrill of jewelry shopping done right at Diamonds Direct. Diamonds Direct. Your love, our passion. Tired of not being able to get a hold of anyone when you have questions about your credit card? With 24-7 U.S.-based live customer service from Discover, everyone has the option to talk to a real person anytime, day or night. Yes, you heard that right. You can talk to a human on the Discover customer service team anytime. So the next time you have a question about your credit card, call 1-800-DISCOVER to get the service you deserve. Limitations apply. See terms at discover.com slash credit card. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare. Hey, it's Will Friedle. And Sabrina Bryan. And we're the hosts of the new podcast, Magical Rewind. You may know us from some of your favorite childhood TV movies like My Date with the President's Daughter. And the Cheetah Girls movies. Together we're sitting down to watch all the movies you grew up with and chat with some of your favorite stars and crew that made these iconic movies happen. So kick back, grab your popcorn, and join us. Listen to Magical Rewind on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Brought to you by State Farm. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. Like a million bucks, bucks, things in his cups. Mm -hmm. Y'all tell me who could it be but Steve Harvey? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Put your hands together for Steve Harvey. Put your hands together. Oh, yeah. 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 Oh, yeah.
Listening to the voice of Come On Dig Me Now, one and only Steve Harvey got a radio show. How good is God? I mean, ugh, man, sometimes I just, I don't know, I just trip on it sometimes. I think of all, all the mistakes I've made. Man, all the bad decisions I came up with. Boy, I done came up with a truckload of them, y'all, for real. And um, it's grace and mercy, man, it just keeps allowing me to exist. And He allows you to exist, too. See, if you're listening, if you can hear me, then, you know, you've been allowed to exist also. And, you know, you, you've you been, through grace and mercy, allowed to still be here in spite of, you know, um, a lot of decisions we make cause us to be in the predicaments we in. I think we're all adult enough to realize that, or I would hope so anyway. Uh, you know, it's amazing when you meet people who, when every time something wrong with them, it's always somebody else's fault. They did this to me, or they did that to me, or somebody said this and this caused this. And I don't know why I can't get nobody I can trust, and I don't know why. Not. Uh, you know, if you peel back the banana, oftentimes, really, you can always find a, a, a role that you had in every situation. Now, I'm not saying that there are not things that are uh, per chance that come upon you because there's some evil people out there that just do stuff to you. You ain't done nothing. I ain't talking about that. I'm talking about. If you really peel back the banana, we've made decisions oftentimes that get us in the predicament. You know, uh, if you're in a bad relationship, you know, remember somewhere in the beginning you you picked that person. So, you know, you do have to remember that part of it, your role in it. Why, why, Lord, you keep sending these people my way? Excuse me. God didn't send nobody your way. Try to remember you picked them. Just try to remember that part. And so... In owning up to your end of the deal, here's what helped me the most in my life with my mistakes, my errors, my flaws, my failures. This is what helped me the most is the fact that God is forgiving and God is a God of second, third, fourth, fifth, sixth chances. I mean, he'll give you chance after chance. If God was just, if God just gave you one chance, we'd all be sunk. If he just gave you two times to get it wrong, we'd all be sunk, all of us. But he is a forgiving God on so many levels, a thousand times, one thousand times a thousand. If it's necessary, he'll forgive you. You know, now there's also some consequences with our actions that should cause us to straighten up and not have to be forgiven for the same thing 10,000 times now. I mean, come on. You know, if you got had to get set down for a major, major felony, a major, major crime, and you got to sit down for it, do some time, that time is supposed to give you a moment of pause where when you get out, you don't do that one again. You know, uh, you know, something like that. So I'm not talking about the extreme, but I'm just talking about, you know, the mistakes and errors that we make in life. I think his grace and mercy, the way that he forgives us, allows us to get back up. Here is the thing that has really, really helped me. If you don't let your mistakes bog you down, if you don't let your sins, your mistakes, your errors, your slip-ups, your mess-ups, 
if you don't let it break you down, if you don't let it define you, and if you don't let it stop you, that's the greatest gift, one of the greatest gifts you can get from God. That is not allowing all of your mistakes to stop you from forward progress, to bog you down, to make you lay there, oh, well, I guess I, if I did that, I guess I must not be no good. Listen, we done all done that, some form of that. See, sin is sin in God's eyes. That's the cool thing. You know, so you know, well, at least I ain't this or I ain't that type of person. Or, hey, they did this. Hey, 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 man, sin is sin to God. You know, we all we all fall short somewhere along, along the line. But you can't let it bog you down to the point where it stops you or it defines you. Because the reason that the mistakes can't define you is because we are all a work in progress and that we all have made mistakes. But we all learn from the mistakes and the mistakes and the failures are often very valuable gained experiences along the way. And that's what they for. You know, look, when you're a little baby and you start learning how to walk, when you first let go of that coffee table, you ain't going to make it all the way over there. You're going to fall, sit down and then you're just going to crawl on over there. Well, then then after a while, you know, somebody get on the other end and they call you and you take a couple steps and you almost get there and you fall and then you crawl the rest of the way. Well, if the fact that you let go of the coffee table as a baby and you fail, if you if that's what defined you, we'd all be crawling today. But that didn't define you. That was a valuable learned, gained experience along the way that taught you this. And life is full of those falls. Now, they become a lot more severe the older you get. They become a lot more, uh, they, they come with a lot more consequences the older you get. But it's the fall is the same. It's still the fall. You fail. You fail. And the thing of it is that that allows you to get back up is God is forgiving. And if you don't, if you take, accept the forgiveness, you can move on. What a lot of people do and what I think what I'm trying to get to today is when you make a mistake, and and you ask God for forgiveness and he forgives you, you don't have to allow other people to bog you down with that mistake. Every time they see you, they bring it up. They want to hold you accountable to your flaws or your mistakes. No, 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 no. You have got to let it go. If God is forgiving you, but some people won't, then you ought, maybe you ought to just move away from them people. See, because it's people, if, if, you, if you let people define you by a mistake you made, that's their way of not allowing you to move on, not allowing you to say you've grown from that, or not allowing you to say, hey, well, that changed me. That's the thing in my life that taught me the lesson I needed to learn. Oh, I got people trying to beat me up about my past all the time. I refuse to allow that to happen because if God has forgiven me for my mistake, for my sins, for my flaws, then then. Who are they? Who are they to keep? They go. They, they're gonna keep writing about it. No, 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 man. You can go ahead and write about it, but it ain't got nothing to do with me. Congratulations, great story. And you got to understand that the same way. And then see the second part of it is the the reason that I'm able to move on is when somebody strikes me, somebody do dirt on me. I've learned to forgive them a lot faster now. I, so 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 I can be forgiven. You know, there's a line in the Lord's Prayer that says, uh, uh, forgive us our trespasses as we forgive those who trespass against us. Or some, some people say, forgive us our debts as we forgive our debtors. 
That's, I've, I've had it both ways. But my, my favorite is forgive us our trespasses as we forgive those who trespass against us. So that means when I go to God, I am asking God to forgive my trespasses. Now, you what you're asking God to do is forgive you when you trespass, when you cross the line. When you go outside the morality clause, when you, when you don't, when you commit a sin, when you do something wrong to somebody, when you hurt somebody's feeling, you're asking God to forgive you. But then the prayer is to forgive us our trespasses as we forgive those who trespass against us. So when somebody come to you and say, hey, man, I'm sorry, I did you wrong. I mean, man, we got to let out, we got to take our knee off their neck. So I've learned to forgive people a lot quicker, man, and that might help you down in in your quest to get up and move on, too. Let somebody else get up and move on. Every time you see them, you ain't got to hate on them. Every time you see them, it ain't got to bring no rise up in your spirit. Hey, man, I forgive you. Let it go. That don't mean we got to be friends and hang out, but I forgive you. I I don't have a reaction to you no more. That might help, too. All right? I'm just throwing it out there. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Welcome to the ride, y'all. On this very, very special Memorial Day Steve Harvey show. I got to tell you, though, man, we got some surprises for you today, okay? Let's get it cracking. They are here. The ladies of the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Best voice in all the radio, Shirley Strawberry. Hey, what's happening, Big Daddy? Happy Memorial Day to you. Good morning, Mommy, Mommy, Carla, Carla. And hey, sexy nephew, Tommy. It's Memorial Day. We barbecuing. The hood. I'm barbecuing. Repping the hood. Mm-hmm. She is here, the hood, and straight out of prayer view. Call her from prayer. <laughs> what? <laughs> what? What's that? In old with New you? Orleans, B.O. Uh-huh. Bottom, oh. A.O., people from Arkansas. That's Shirley. What is that? No, I'm neither is Shirley. Oh. <laughs> you got some people in Arkansas. Definitely. Okay, let's stop that. All right, good morning, Steve Harvey. Hey, my girl, Shirley Strawberry, nephew Tommy. Memorial Day, what up, though? What up? I'm barbecue. No, no music this morning. The fool, king of the prank. Anything else is ignorant on this show, nephew Tommy. Filthy rich uncle. Beautiful Shirley Strawberry. Call it the jukebox for real. It's Memorial Day, baby. We're going to make it do what it do. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, Junior. Morning, up. Yeah, all right now. Tommy don't like that. I don't Tommy. care. <laughs> Big dog. <laughs> uh, some people just will not get their own damn uncle. You know what I'm saying? Why yeah. when this one's sitting right here? Because uh, that one ain't yours, dog. Your, the bloodline is different, partner. Mm-hmm. Wonderful voice for radio. It scares people. Wonderful. wonderful. Thank you. Ignorant ass old friend. <laughs> That's me. <laughs> What up, Mr. Hardy? What's going on, the, boy? The Memo King. How are you doing? Yeah. Hey, welcome to the radio where you can talk. <laughs> and then he tells me to shut up. Yeah. <laughs> I can't win. I can't win. Yeah, we I'm, got today off. Mm-hmm. I'm really Hosting barbecuing. Anyway. Mm-hmm. At home. Here, but we off. <laughs> <laughs> Who came up with this ignorant offer? <laughs> we do it every year. At work, but ain't no work. We just barbecuing outside the studio. Uh, we I here, have... ain't here. Is it recorded, ain't it? <laughs> 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 you tell everyone.
everything. They live. No, they not. <laughs> we're here. No, we're not. We're at home. <laughs> they in there. They at the crib. We don't know either. Keep it real, Steve. All right. We got a, we got a show, though. We got a job. Yes, we do. We blessed for that. Thank you, Lord. Ooh, yes. thank you, Lord. Mm-hmm. Yeah, on mm-hmm. the way, y'all, uh, we're going to jam and kick off the official start jam. of summer. On the Steve Harvey morning. We got some special stuff y'all ain't heard about. Cool. Happy Memorial Day. Woo! Hey, you're talking out of your chest, y'all. I told you. I don't care. I'm excited. I can be excited. Well, when you get excited from the diaphragm, the lady tried, you shortening Mm -hmm. your life. Didn't Mm -hmm. you hear the lady? Why you don't want her chest? I'm going to live as long as I'm going to live, Steve. That's it. As long as the Lord has me on the earth. Talk from your chest. But speaking of something, though. We got yeah. 30-something funny coming up, yes, and it's about to be ignorant. <laughs> Junior? Yeah, I got one for us today. Oh. Truth be told, right after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. All right. Coming up right now, uh, May Day. Now, what is this exactly, Steve? Well, Steve, you set it up. You know. You know. Me and Jay, man, when we met each other in <laughs> we'll go way back. We go way back. Uh-huh. 86, man. You know, what? no, you know, cell phones, right? So... What we had to do was, uh, like, whenever we wanted to talk to each other, he had an answer machine and I had an answer machine. <laughs> so we'd have to call each other answer machine. Because, you know, comedians, you know, you check your answer machine three, four times. So you got work, day. right. Because mm-hmm. okay. it, it's probably a gig. Oh. Yeah. Oh, so okay. you always calling. You know, and back in the day, you could punch in the code and hear your message, play it back, go to the next one, skip, you know, with your little mm-hmm. oh, yeah. touch tone mm-hmm. phone. With your code, yeah. Phone. Mm-hmm. And so uh, Jay and I developed a system where <laughs> if we really needed to talk to each other and it was important, we'd go May Day, May Day. <laughs> then we'd say the number we was going to be at between what hours. It could be a pay phone at a gas station, uh-huh. pay phone on a corner, you know, just wherever we knew. And then the other person, wherever he was, would find the time doing that window to get to the phone and call him at that number. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And, I and had, so that's I, what. I had really, some of the worst Maydays probably. Mine, like mine, what? Mine, <laughs> well. Yours were worse than Steve's? Well, yeah, mine. Hell yeah. I, I, <laughs> hell yeah. <laughs> I had this habit of uh-huh. writing down where I played, you uh-huh. know, and writing about, you know, the show, how the show went, and oh, I okay. write my jokes, mm-hmm. and who I was with. Oh, okay, so you kept a log. I, uh-huh. Yeah, okay. that was not good. That was not good. Oh, I used really? to keep this book close to me, uh-huh. real close to me. Uh-huh. Like, where's my book? Okay. I got to have my book. Uh-huh. Well, this other person found the book. Yeah. Was this other person female? She yeah. found the book. <laughs> <laughs> uh-huh. And even though the spelling was bad, <laughs> she deciphered all of this. So the next thing for me to do was to call Steve Mayday. <laughs> and that, and you had to wait for him to call you back. Because, oh, I mean, wow. it's like I'm going through it, right? Yeah, I, yeah, I yeah. need to talk to my boy uh-huh, right now. Uh-huh. So yeah. I'm at the payphone waiting. I'm waiting. <laughs> He don't call. I will go by two hours. Then I go to the next phone, call him again. He got to call and check his messages uh-huh. to call me back. Oh, so when he finally yeah. called me, all I said, well, he knew about the book. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. All okay. I said was, she found the book. And I heard click. <laughs> <laughs> well, 
like what? <laughs> All I said was, she found a book. <laughs> I can't help you. There's nothing. There's nothing Man. I can do. <laughs> Steve. She found the book, John. <laughs> what? She found the book, man. Oh my God. Uh, yeah, Mayday. Yeah, the worst, man. So that's what it was about. That's how we did it back in the day. You know, so you hear these comics talk today about, you know, the internet and uh-huh. getting busted like that. And <laughs> tweeting and stuff like that, man. We we paid our dues back in the day. <laughs> we paid our dues. Sounds we like did. you paved the way. I know who did. Yeah. We paved the way. <laughs> Seriously, Shirley. Yeah. Cheating wasn't easy back in the day. <laughs> but somebody had to do it though. Somebody had to do it. <laughs> but you had more you have more Maydays than Steve. Oh, right? I have way more Maydays than Steve. Was there really? ever time you I'm answered so the phone? Yeah, Steve had a couple Maydays okay. now. Oh yeah. yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Oh, I, I wanna hear it. Let's go. We got <laughs> Come on, let's uh, go. Uh-huh. Come on. I was uh, I was about twenty eight, right? Uh-huh. And twenty eight was man. I was dating this girl, man. I was like twenty four. Mm-hmm. Oh yes, and, uh, yes. Oh, you remember, Jay? Yes. Oh yes. I didn't know it because I was just going in town. I leave town. She got a she got a boyfriend. Yeah. Oh. And uh. The dude called me. <laughs> I mean, I mean, I mean, I mean, he didn't call me. He saw me somewhere. Uh-huh. And he left a note on my car. <laughs> and he said, uh, when I see you, Uh-oh. I'm whooping your ass. <laughs> That's all the message said? Well, you know, look, man. <laughs> That's fine and good. You know, I'm 28. I'm in nice shape. I'm 28. Mm-hmm. Still have mm-hmm. my fighting skills real sharp. Okay. But if I don't know who you are, <laughs> you could surprise me and I could lose because I'm speaking to you while you throwing punches. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. So I said I didn't want to get in the car because I thought the dude was somewhere watching me and was going to swallow me. So I went over to the payphone, Mayday, Mayday, right now. So I had to stay at that payphone for six hours till Jay called his machine. So I'm pacing back and forth. I'm eating potato chips. I'm eating, you know, low-budget items that last long. She with a lot of chewing gum. And I'm acting like I'm busy, but I'm steady scanning. Right, right. Parking lot looking for somebody that's going to walk up on me. I just needed Jay to know where I was going in case something happened, man. Right. And I had to tell him the whole story. So Jay finally called me. He said, man, what's up? I said, man, Jay, I got a dude, man. You know the girl I was seeing? He said, yeah. I said, she got a boyfriend. He said, what that got to do with us, man? <laughs> oh, now it's us. Yeah, right. I said he put a note on my window and said he gonna whoop my ass, so he know the car I got. Uh-huh, uh-huh. Jay said, "Where your next gig at?" I said, "Mississippi." He said, "Start driving now." <laughs> Good advice, Jay. All right, thanks, dog. Got in the car, headed to Mississippi. I told him where I was going to Mississippi. I said, dog, it'll take me about seven hours to get there. If you don't hear from me in seven hours, his ass got me. That's what friends are for.
and this her boyfriend and have him arrested. Oh, uh, man. Yeah, man. We go wow. way back. Like yeah. Cadillac seats, man. man May right day. Stuff, man. <laughs> and I was hoping that the guy would get him and then I could get that gig. So. <laughs> no. That's damn shame. <laughs> yeah, Jay, that's, that's dirty. Yeah, Jay. <laughs> You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Uh, I am Deacon Def Jam. As you know, um, Pastor Motown is in route right now. He'll be here momentarily, but of course, yes, uh, yes, uh, I am Deacon Def Jam. As you know, um, Pastor Motown is in route right now. He'll be here momentarily, but of course, the one, mm, the one and only. Deacon Adnoid is here. Reverend, Good morning. Uh, no, I'm, I'm a reverend, not a deacon. Uh, reverend Adnoid. Uh, are you? Can you make it through this this morning? I can do it. I'm fine. I'm fine. I got my mouth closed. I'm not breathing hard. Your mouth? <laughs> I'm not breathing There's hard. There's no way your mouth is closed. It's uh-uh. completely closed. It's completely closed. <laughs> Uh-uh. 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 Could you, uh, before we get started, could you just possibly tell us what's wrong with you? Well, it's not sinus, in case you think that's okay, it. That's it's what not, I thought. It's just a birth it's defect. Not, oh, I thought it was, No, I don't what? have sinus at all. It's a respiratory there you go. All I hear is congestion. No, there's none there. There's none there. I've had it checked, and there's none there. I've gone to the doctor, and I come back, and he said, you know what? There's none there. And so I'm but, saying to you, there's none there. So you're saying you're clear. I'm completely clear. This is a this is a good day for me today. <laughs> a good day. Some, some days I breathe heavier than today. Today's a very good day. Oh, Have you been to oh, the ENT, yeah. ear, nose, and throat doctor? What? Stop. Hello? <laughs> oh, oh, he took a bath. I thought he was gone. I, I, oh, my gosh. That I, really I, scared me right there. Yeah, he, he dropped out. There it is. There it is. Right there, Dick. Uh, uh, Reverend Adnoy? <laughs> yes, I'm fine. I'm fine. Everything's good. I'm good. I'm good. Is it a breathing machine? Not at all. Not at all. That's what it sounds like. You know, after a while, you get used to it. You do. Oh. You do. <laughs> you know how. In our second week, but maybe a couple of years, you'll get used to it. It just takes a while. Do you think you should just keep your mouth open? Okay, I'll try that. I'll try, I never have tried that. It's good to know you're open. Try open. Yeah, try you're, open. You're open to yeah. suggestions. Uh, <laughs> oh, man. That's worse. That's worse. He's so Deacon Adnan, is he saying? Reverend, Reverend, good morning. Reverend, good morning. Good morning. Yes, Reverend, Reverend yeah, Adnan. Yes, I'm sorry, yes. I can't. You can't think. <laughs> Get my thoughts together. Listen, we do have some church complaints. Do you think you can uh, is, is make this it one through this? Is this one of them? Is this one of them? This might be one of them, okay. Okay, yeah. <laughs> Uh, let me get started here. Um, it's right our here. annual foot washing day coming Saturday. Ooh. And uh, we need, uh, you are Pastor uh, Motown, 
to speak privately with brothers Titus Callaway. Uh, I don't know if you know it, uh, Reverend Anoid, but his left foot has only one big toe and one mm-hmm. little toe. Mm-hmm. There are no toes in between those two. So he's and got no, no one toes wants to wash in that foot. Uh, no, no toes in between the big toe and the little toe. Is that what you're saying? Yeah, he has the big one and the little one. He definitely should not wear That's what I'm saying. Uh-huh. I'm with you on that. <laughs> he De- have any toes. Definitely not open toe sandals. Definitely. That is a that's a weird look. Yeah. <laughs> you, you talk about something that slides around your foot down there on the bottom. <laughs> and flip flops are out. <laughs> They're out. <laughs> Why wouldn't you wear open toe sandals? Well the you issue is shoe. that Huh. Yeah, what's the issue? <laughs> Come on, Reverend. Reverend Adam. Adam. Well, what the issue is is that we need you to talk with him. Speak with him? Okay, I can do that. And no, no stay with yeah. me. Yes, I'm following you. Yes, because he comes every year to get his feet washed. Mm. And uh, nobody wants to wash him. I understand. I can see why. Because between and, that. And I'm, and here. I'm here. I'm here. Between the big. Big one and the little one. <laughs> it's coming though, so hurry up! It's coming. <laughs> you get quiet. I don't know when you fell off or what. I don't. You, you scan me. What do you do between? Do you count like one? All right, here was another one. Uh, you have Reverend another. Adnoid, go, right, uh, go right ahead. As, go right ahead. <laughs> as you know, the uh, the uh, the deaf choir <laughs> sung this past Sunday. Yes. Um. Yes. We gonna need you, our Reverend Motown, to communicate with them that there's only one person leading a song. They all trying to sing lead and not, uh, and the rest need to be on the chorus. This is not good. This is the deaf choir, and we need one of you all to speak with them. Someone should speak to the deaf choir. Yeah, that, no, I, I'm, I'm suggesting loud. Suggesting you go in there very loud. Y'all, it's only one of y'all. <laughs> Please. You don't what else you got? <laughs> what else you got? There has to... <clears throat> Come on, Deacon. Is, is, is that going to be your approach to talking to the deaf choir? You have to talk to them loud. <laughs> Reverend, right now, when I'm asking you something, where do you go? I, I, you just, uh, I'm right here. Just, you the breathing stops. Just don't don't pay it no mind. He's here. You hear me? You hear me? Just stop breathing. Uh, I'm okay. I'm okay. If I stop for more than thirty minutes, then call someone. Minutes. All right. <laughs> then call someone. Yeah, Fifteen. I'm good. <laughs> All right, we have another situation. Listen here, our 72-year-old, our very own uh, sister Isabel Lowbody, um, who has been selling moonshine out of her backyard for years, is now over the communion ministry. We have reason to believe this is why everyone is knocked out, sleep halfway through service and stumbling out of church after the benediction. Now, Somebody gonna have to talk to Sister Elizabeth Lowbody. 
I'll do that too. I will speak to her. You're going to speak to her? I know what I'm going to say to her. Well, yeah, well, I was going to ask you. Can I get a couple of jobs for that? <laughs> First of all, they still call it moonshine? Yes, they do. They really do. In the South, it is called moonshine. Yes, yes they do. Yeah. Why do they call her? Why is her last name Lowbody? Nah. Uh, huh? That's her name. I have no idea. <laughs> okay. Okay. <laughs> Why is your last name Strawberry? <laughs> How about that? <laughs> Nobody's Let's asking on, you. Do you work at the Strawberry Plantation? Nobody's asking. <laughs> plantation. All right. There so is no your such tone thing. With me in the middle of, of what we doing? Take 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 that tone. They have Strawberry Plantations. In case you didn't know. <laughs> well, I didn't come from one. <laughs> All right. This or is for uh, now. Hurry. Reverend Adnoy, this is a complaint about uh, Pastor Motown. Yes. Uh, Deacon uh, Deacon Kirby Dean Squat Pump. Uh, <laughs> You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. All right. It's not looking good. I mean, we can all agree on this. It is not looking good for the president right now. He's eating and uh, Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So our question for everyone is, have you ever been fired? Because there is talk of impeachment, firing mm-hmm. him, all of that. Have you ever been fired? And what did you do? Let's start with you, Mr. Harvey. Have <laughs> I ever been fired? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> we, uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> Have I ever been fired? <laughs> Come on, Steve. That's why the hell I had to get into comedy. I can't keep a job. <laughs> I know I got fired, man, because I just couldn't. Ne- I never, you know, I don't take orders good. I've never been the guy that wanted a boss. Every time I had an employer, I would look at him, and in two weeks, I never understood why this person was in charge of me. Mm-hmm. I just never got it. I've been fired. I've been fired for a lot of reasons. One yeah. time I got fired because I had a giant cleaning job. You know, I was vacuuming and, you know, shampooing carpets on floors right before I opened up my carpet cleaning company. Mm-hmm. And at the cleaning company, the, the lady came in that ran it and handed me some gloves and said, you doing toilets tonight. Mm-hmm. And I said, doing, doing toilets where? And she said, here at this office complex. And I went in the bathroom and there's about, you know, about four toilets in there. And I, I, don't, I don't do toilets. <laughs> even even back then, I'm not I'm not cleaning the toilet. There's nothing wrong with it. Right. Nothing, I'm not not that I'm above it. I just got mm-hmm. a thing. I, I don't want to clean no toilet. Mm-hmm. People that do that, I ain't got no problem. There's some great people out there earning a living. I'm not knocking that, mm-hmm. but I'm not, I'm not cleaning the toilet. I, I don't want to. Uh-huh. And so uh, <laughs> okay. I just stood in there. I, I washed out the face bowl and I mopped it everything mm-hmm. and I sprayed some spray on everything mm-hmm. and I came out so it was her company you know so she went in there to check everything afterwards and she said I don't believe these toilets have been cleaned did you clean them I said to the best of my ability which is true. and she said well maybe your abilities wasn't good enough I said well how would you like it done she said mm-hmm. well it just doesn't seem like anything's been done I think you just sprinkled the uh the uh uh, disinfecting them because it foamed up, and I think that's all you did. I said, "Well, yes, ma'am, but I, you know, I did the best of my butt." She said, "You take a brush, you scrub under the rim, and you scrub down the sides. 
that's when it's clean. You take that scrub brush, you go on up. That's why you had these rubber gloves. Then you take these disinfectant cloths and you wipe them off down and get all up under the seat. I said, right there, right there. All up under the seat. <laughs> okay. You talking about where people ask me? <laughs> you said that. To yeah. your boss? Yeah. Uh. yeah. She said, yeah, and, and what is wrong with that? I said, ma'am, I did the best I could. She said, well, you don't need to be working here. Because you're going to be on toilets from now on. I took them rubber gloves off. I said, thank you for the opportunity, ma'am. She said, no, 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 no. Don't quit. You're fired. Mm-hmm. I said, well, I can take it either way. As long as I ain't doing any damn toilets. <laughs> this is all I'm saying. It don't make no difference. That was it, man. That was, that, was a, that was my first job I got fired from. Oh, wow. Uh, well, second job, second job. Second job. Jay. Yeah. Bunch of times. A lot of times. I didn't mind having people over me, but uh-huh. I was trying to find a slick way to deal with it. So uh-huh. I'm working in this clothing store. I wasn't a tailor at that time. But it was my job to make sure they put new suits up. Mm-hmm. And Steve will tell you, suits come in big boxes, huge oh. boxes. Okay. Big enough that if you need a break, mm-hmm. you could get in a box <laughs> and, <laughs> and go to sleep. Uh-oh. And, and uh-huh. nobody would know you were in the box right? unless they heard you snoring in the box. <laughs> in the box. Here we go. <laughs> yeah. So, <laughs> I, I was in there. I was asleep. I was out. Uh-huh. Had the top over it. Right. And uh, somebody came back and said, there's a Negro. <laughs> <laughs> Not Negro. <laughs> one, one of these boxes is snoring. <laughs> It's a Negro snore. And so you can look and see me in the box, uh-huh. right? And that's when I had to say, clean out my, my locker because I was in the box. Yeah. Sleep, yeah. With you the Negro. Lid <laughs> with, yeah. with the lid on. <laughs> oh, so I lost Negro. that job, yeah. right? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Shirley? Uh-uh. You've never been fired. Not that I, no, maybe one time, one time, but it's not funny or good. They just said. Let us be the judge. No, it's, <laughs> it's not. Go ahead, Steve. I worked at a pick and pay. Mm-hmm. Uh, I was a stock clerk. And then, you know, mm-hmm. when it got crowded on Mother's Day, on Mother's Weekend, mm-hmm. which is the first of the month, that's what they call it, Mother's Day Weekend. That's uh-huh. when all the checks came out. That's the most mm-hmm. crowded of grocery store in the hood, right? Oh, so I'd okay. have to go up and I'd have to uh, bag. I started off as a bag. I was really good. I could bag. I'd double bag everything. Touch that mm-hmm. real neat packages, right weight, everything. So every now and then we'd go in there. So I became a stocker. So I would stock the shelves. And this white guy named Leo worked in the dairy department. I used to go over there and ask him questions because I wanted to work in produce more than anything, man. And so this dude named Leo worked in uh, dairy and I was in produce talking to this old black guy that had been running produce for 20-some years. How he got the job, how could I get it? You know, I'm about 17 years old. And um, the dude, Leo, came up and started talking. He said, so what do you want to get in produce for? And I just said, well, you know, man, I've always been interested in him. He said, look, uh, dairy's where you want to be. Come back here and I'll show you. Now, we was going back there and we talking. He's showing me all the dairy stuff. And I ain't like, I don't work at that now. I said, man, I really like produce. And we're going back and forth. So he got a little irritated. Mm-hmm. Not that I was knocking the dairy department. It's just that I mm-hmm. wanted to work in produce, man. I didn't really want to be putting cards of milk on the shelf. I wanted to work with vegetables and stuff. And, he, and so then he kept on. And then finally, man, he said, oh, so what is it? You just, all of you just enjoy picking things? Mm. Uh, uh-oh. <laughs> I, said, I said, hold on, man. What, what you mean by that? Mm. I said, I, he said, I guess it's just inherent, though. You know, I just want to pick something. 
What? And, uh, yeah, so when that ass joke. started, right there. <laughs> <laughs> oh, okay. man. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. All right, y'all, it's time again for him. Ladies and gentlemen, him. You can do better than that, Stephen. Say my name. Good morning, everybody. J. Anthony it's Brown. It's him, Eugene. Yes, you. It's Eugene Antoine Ferguson. Yeah, um, good morning, J. Anthony Brown. Charlie Strawberry, Colin Farrell, Junior, Tommy, and the leader of this group, um, Stephen Harvey. So good morning to everyone. Morning, butterfly. Flap on. Flap on, brother. Morning, butterfly. Flutter, What's up, flutter. Man? Jay, you're not speaking. Oh, no, I spoke. I said good morning. No, I didn't hear you, Carla. Because you be talking. Good morning, butterfly. Hey, man, you ain't got to speak mm. to everybody individually. Wasting time. What you what you want? <laughs> well. That's how we open the show. The show is running. What do you But I'm not want? on the show when you speak in the morning. I'm well, not hello, there. and this ain't the time for you. We all know who we are. Who are you and what do you want? <laughs> okay, hold on. Let me, let me ask this question. Who you got a town with? Oh, who I got what? <laughs> a town. I don't like your town. Dog, you don't like my tone. <laughs> I don't oh, like your that. tone. Cat? Cat? What's up, big dog? Cut his mic off. Now, Eugene. What's up, huh? Now, listen to me. Now, Eugene, your mic is off. And can't nobody hear you. Now, now you all you hearing is my tone. And we can't hear your tone. See, that's the power we got up in here. Now, we're going to put you back up. Put him back up, cat. Turn my... Don't do that no more. Turn my mic on. Watch your tone. Why would... He shouldn't be allowed to turn on people's microphones. Cut it off. Now, that's not... See, that's what happens. See, that right there. Don't come in here bossing nobody around. This is our show. Shirley, Carla, Junior, Jay, and Tommy. You too bossy. And me. Now cut his mic back up. I am a part of this show just as for, well as everyone else. And you been damn near out of that. I'm having my pink, yellow, and blue barbecue party. I want everyone to um instead of red, white, and blue, I do pink, yellow, and blue. We're doing pink, yellow, and blue. Um barbecue party. I don't know if they're making fun of me or what. Anyway, the future brothers are gonna be there. Say again. Go ahead, Butterfly. Do you think? Yeah, the pink, yellow, and blue barbecue party. The Fuchsia Brothers are going to be there. They always do all the catering, and they um they grill everything you want. You know, they have a the, the name of their company is the Fuchsia Brothers. The Fuchsia Brothers going to be there. The Fuchsia Brothers, and they're dressed in fuchsia color, and they you know it's hey, satin, and they, they do all of their cooking. Suck. Don't say that, Steve. Don't say that. <laughs> This Leave is, that alone. <laughs> anyway, anyone that wants to come to the pink, yellow, and blue barbecue party, it's going down on Sunday, and we're going to have a party, and the Fuchsia Brothers are going to be cooking. They have great quality food. Oh, man, he didn't say The Fuchsia Brothers, and they got their own special sauce. Their sauce is incredible. Oh they got a, they specially made it. Mm-hmm. It's all in the sauce. It's all in the sauce, but their meat is so tender. See what I'm very, saying? very tender meat. That's what you want. You want tender meat and you want good sauce. Okay. So anyway. All right, we got to go. Uh, Jay is up next to murder another hit. Here come Jay with his fat ass. <laughs> You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. 
All right, y'all, we back. It's time to get it done. It's time to do what this boy came over here to do. He doing way more than that, but, you know. <laughs> bought him in for one bit. He done muscled his way in on half the damn show. <laughs> I'm going to cut out all this damn talking on this damn show. I'm sorry, Tony. <laughs> All right. Time to murder the hits. Uh, We got a fresh one for you today, Steve. Uh, I want to thank Shirley for coming up with the concept of this. Shirley, it's Charlie Wilson's song. Now, his song is Blessed. It's about blessed. It's about being thankful for what you got. My song, a little different. It's about being stressed. (laughs) (laughs) There's a lot of stressful situations out there. You just got out of one. Just got out of one. So here we go. This is stress, not bless. Steve Harvey Morning Show. Man, I'm just a, a bundle of bad nerves, man. I'm, I'm shaking all the time. Man. If you give me a glass of milk, man, I'll give you butter back. That's how much I'm shaking, man. I don't want to go nowhere and stay in the house all the time. I ain't take packages in mail. You no, you don't know. Man, people, it's scary out there. You have to watch yourself. I don't stand in my yard Ain't no way, but I might do it someday Pistol laying by my side Damn right, cause people fighting on the freeway People mean and they scream I don't bother them, I got enough on my plate I'm afraid to get laid Paranoid, I might get a bad it So I get high to get by Drinking and I can't get enough so if you look in my eyes, you see me cry Cause I ain't got nothing but bad luck Ask me how I'm doing, I'm stressed Yes, I put the letter D in the word D Yes, I always have a throbbing in my whole chest I'm stressed, yes, I'm stressed, yes Don't ask me how I'm doing, I'm a mess Yes, my side piece passed the fraternity test You never see a smile up on my face Yes, I'm stressed, yes, I'm stressed Yes. Ask me how I'm doing, I'm stressed Yes, I put the letter D in the word D Press, I always have a throbbing in my whole chest I'm stressed, yes, I'm stressed, yes Don't ask me how I'm doing, I'm a mess Yes, my side piece passed the fraternity test You never see a smile up on my face Yes, I'm stressed Rob Hawkins, baby that's how we do it. That's how we do it. Man, the paternity I'm stressed. I'm stressed. Is that a car wreck? Car crash. I keep a throbbing in my chest. Man, that boy said, if you give me a glass of milk, I'm shaking so hard. I'm going to give you back some butter. Butter. I love it. That was great, Jack. Uh, thank you, Sherry. Oh, thank you. Sherry. Oh, God. Yeah. That was good. Yeah, that's the reason. Be sure that's that paternity test. But the side piece. What'd you say, yeah. what'd you say Steve? That's all I need right there. Oh, the side the paternity <laughs> <laughs> You sure that's a positive? Yeah. <laughs> Check it again. <laughs> I've checked it four times. I am a oh. father. <laughs> oh. Oh. All right. No, yeah. Check me out, y'all. The J-Spot Comedy Club show, Underwood, June the 1st through the 4th. Uh, and I uh, should be there. We're going to roast show on the 4th. All right. Hollywood. Hollywood. Los mm-hmm. Angeles, California, man. 
Uh, I'm stressed about that. (laughs) (laughs) Wow, Jay. Man. About everything. So, Steve, I mean, things seem to be going well with you lately. You stressed about anything? Yeah. Yeah. Having a good week. Yeah, last week I can understand, but this week. Friday. Well, you know what I mean? It's it's more coming, but, you know, I ain't stressed about it. Oh, it's more coming. You know, I, already, I, already, I, I already know what the mission of some people is, but I ain't really uh-huh. stressed. I'm sick of some mess. <laughs> so sick of some of this mess. Yeah. It's starting to look like I'm stressed, y'all. But all I'm real sick of this mess, y'all. I wish they would get a life. <laughs> Prank phone call coming yeah, up yeah, next. You got you're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. All right, y'all, we back. Coming up at the top of the hour, we got strawberry letter. But uh, come on, fool, what you got? I'm finna give you one. Now, you ain't ready for this one. Uh-oh. This right here? Okay, what? maybe I need to do a uh, disclaimer. You going there? Well, let's well, hear the prank. We'll see. Well, hell. Well, hell you <laughs> you might have earned your title. Yeah. Hello? Hello, I'm trying to reach a, uh, a Carrie. Yes, this is Carrie. Hi, Carrie. My name is Oliver. Oliver. You uh, put in an application with the with the employment agency about looking for some work as far as being a lifeguard for the summer, this coming summer. Oh yeah, I did. Okay. Have you had much experience being a lifeguard? Yeah, I've been doing this for a while now. Back since I was like. 18. I got my CPR certification. I've had as many as like 200 people at one time watching them. So I'm good. I'm good at what I do. I love it. Okay. Okay. Uh, now, from my understanding, you're you're in college right now, studying to what? Are you, what are you studying? Oh, I'm studying to be an RN, a nurse. See, that's what I do. I love helping people. So, like, if being a lifeguard, that gives me, you know, some kind of hands-on experience with people outside the hospital. So, it's good. It's good. Very good. Very good. Well, I'll tell you what. I've looked over your application, and I've checked everything out thoroughly. And I'm very excited about maybe getting you to, I don't know if you're familiar with it, but public pool. It's actually in the subdivision. There's two pools there. Are you familiar with Yeah, yeah, I'm familiar with it. They're they're near where I live. Yeah. Okay. Well, there's actually in the back of there's a gated community, and um, that is actually the particular property that I'm talking about. You coming out and uh, working for us there uh, at the pool site for the uh, for the whole summer. We want to start actually on May 1st. Okay. And we want to go all the way to uh, probably the last week in August. Okay. Are you are you capable of taking on a job like that from Monday to Friday? And uh, if we can get you on Monday to Friday, we're going to actually hire some uh, some more college students for for Saturday and Sunday. What do you say? Oh, I say okay. That sounds <laughs> great. Monday okay. through Friday, weekends off. Yeah. Yeah, That's exactly. Good. Now we start off uh, from we want you from twelve to six. There's actually classes that take place from ten to twelve. But from 12 to 6, it's open to the entire community, and we want you to uh, be the lifeguard there. The, the job actually pays $25 an hour. Wow. You would be our head lifeguard, and um, we, would, we would want you to be there from, you know, I mean, if you start at 12, we'd actually like for you to get there around 1130. 
You know, okay. just, just to be prepared and um, be the overseer and make sure the other lifeguards get there on time. And, you know, we'll go from there. Okay. Now, Carrie, there's only one catch that, that actually comes along with this job that you definitely have to uh, 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 do and carry out as far as your duties are concerned. We want you to work an additional uh, four hours from 6 to 10 at night, but it's going to pay you $50 per hour. So you'll make an extra $200. How do you feel about that? Man, I feel good. I mean, with the recession and everything, I could use that money right now, especially during the summertime. Okay, now here's the deal. This is in a gated community, like I told you before, but also uh, it's going to be adults at night, and it, and they are actually going to be swimming nude. What? And, yeah, they're going to be swimming nude, and what they ask is if they're going to be swimming nude, they want to make sure that the lifeguard that's protecting them is going to be nude as well. Okay, I'm a certified lifeguard. I'm CPR certified. I'm a student. I've had other jobs, but nudity wasn't on my resume. Uh, and I, and, and I, I understand that wholeheartedly, but we're talking about you possibly making $1,750 a week. How you feel about 1750 a week for your nursing school? I'm sure that'll, that'll definitely pay for it uh, mm -hmm. throughout the entire summer. That should be, be a big help, shouldn't it? Yeah, it would, but... I mean, I mean, are, are you, are you, how do you feel about trying it for a few weeks? And then, you know, how, how do you feel about that? I don't know, but I mean. You're going to watch over some adults who, who are actually just going to be nude in the pool. And, and you're nude as well up on the big chair that overwatches everybody. Uh, $17.50. I don't. $17.50, Carrie. You know? I don't think I'm going to be able to do that. Seventeen fifty, Carrie. We're talking about four hours of you being nude along with some other people that are already nude. So, I mean, what's the big deal, you know? What we need you to do is come down. We're going to do some drills, some lifeguard drills, and make sure that you're definitely qualified. But we're going to make sure that when you do those, you got to be naked as well, okay? What? Why, why would I have to do some drills naked? I, I'm, I'm already a lifeguard. What do I need to drill I, I, naked for? I understand for? all that, but in order... we, we for, for our particular property, we got to make sure that you're actually prepared and ready, you know? I don't understand. Well, that's the way it is, Carrie. We need you to come down and do some drills. It's not going to take long, probably about a half hour. You come down, you get undressed, you get in the pool, and we make sure that you're qualified um, to, to swim nude, to handle, to saving somebody's life nude, the whole nine yards. But, what, I mean, what if my family come to that pool I, I, You know, you know Carrie, I, 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 you know, I can't go back and forth with you. I can't. Now, I know you, 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 you know, I looked at your resume. I looked at what you were doing and what you're pursuing in life. And I thought this would be a great opportunity for you. But I can't be, I mean, I can't do that to my family. And you No, no, wait a minute. Hang on a second. Now, you can't tell me you can't do it now. Oh, yes, I, yes, I can. Now, you get your down here in the morning so I can get these drills done. And I want you naked when you get here and get in this pool. You understand me? Who the hell do you think you're talking to? Are you some kind of pool pimp? Lifeguard, human resources, hire pimp? You're not pimping me. I don't have to come down there if I want to come down there. You Who gotta the bring do you your think you're down talking here tomorrow to? and get in this pool and do Who these the drills. Who do you think you're talking to? I'm talking to you. You what get you your need to here do, tomorrow and you do these what drills. What you need to do is go get you a Pamela Anderson Baywatch because I ain't the Excuse me? What I ain't gonna be doing no new breaststroke for you all freaky. I don't know them. I don't know them people. I don't give a. 
school, you know. Now you get your down here and you take the job. I'm not coming down there to your fun pool tomorrow and, and swim nude and lifeguard nude for a bunch of raunchy. I don't know who the you take your time to. I was trying to be nice to you when you come to my house with that, and then I thought about it because I'm not that kind of girl. You got me. Okay, you need to go get you a, a Pamela Anderson Baywatch, you know, deep sea diving. I don't know what you need, but I'm not what you need. You get your black down here tomorrow. Who you think you're talking to? I'm talking to you. Who you think you're talking to? I'm talking to you. Who do you think you're talking to? I got something I want to say to you. You listening? You know what? You you better go ahead and say it because I'm about to hang up this phone in your face right now. This is Nephew Tommy from the Steve Harvey Morning Show. You just got pranked by your girlfriend. Are you serious? He <laughs> pranked you, baby. Your girlfriend pranked you. You all right? You know what? When I see that, she going to have one less float. <laughs> I cannot believe she did me like this. All right. I got to ask you something, baby. What is? What is the baddest, I'm talking about the baddest, radio show in the land? The Steve Harvey Morning Show. <laughs> All I want to know, was it a home run? Why is you on? That's what I mean. It's stupid as on course. That's all I need. The words you used to describe them when you ask us, I mean, mean, it was a home run and stupidity, and you getting your butt beat down. Yes, it was good. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I just need to make so stupid is on course. That's all I want. You make me nervous. Why do you make me nervous? All right. Wait till I call your husband. Then you're going to be nervous. <laughs> MegaFest, June 30th. Don't miss it. A time to laugh. Dallas, Texas at the K. Bailey Hutchinson Convention Center is going down June 30th. Hosted by yours truly and the one and only headliner, Cedric the Entertainer. Tickets on sale right now. Come hang out with us. MegaFest, clean comedy all night long. Is that going to be rough for you? I know it would nope. be for Jay. Oh, we're not cursing? Uh, uh-huh. no, no, yeah. no way I could be in there. not going to be rough at all. No. So, so do you have to practice not, you know, your your show? You have to practice? Yeah, I got to practice. No. Yeah, because oh, okay. I'm cursing. So oh, you, you have to practice not cursing? Yeah, I got, I'm, I'm going to make sure I don't make no mistake. I don't know how the hell y'all do it. <laughs> what? Not curse. I don't know how y'all do it. You, you can't even talk you. right here. No, I can't even talk right now without cuss me out last week, didn't you? <laughs> Good for you, man. <laughs> Strawberry letter coming up. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. All right, we got the strawberry letter coming up next, and it's a crazy one, as always. But before we get to it, NFL cornerback Antonio Cromartie became famous, or infamous, if you must say, uh, back in 2010, when he appeared on the show Hard Knocks and named all the many kids he's fathered with different women. Since then, Mm. he reportedly, this is great news, he reportedly got a vasectomy, which doesn't seem to be working well, though, uh, especially considering his current wife is pregnant with his 14th child. Yeah, 14 14th kids. child. Yeah. yeah, according to reports, he had the vasectomy after 10 kids now. 10 kids, he had one. And since then, he's added four more to the family, including a set of twins. God. What? He Fertile. Yes, this is especially amazing because according to the American Urological Association, the odds of a vasectomy not working are one in 2000. It's not strong. Yeah. 
<laughs> I mean, at four kids and, and, after and the vasectomy? vasectomy? Yes, yes. Wow. Very strong. He didn't think Twins. to stop after five or six. <laughs> he can walk by you, you'll get pregnant, man. You wow. Still, <laughs> that guy. Wow. He can be playing football until he's six. <laughs> get some money. So that can sure. happen. Yeah. He'll be playing football until he's six. Yeah, man. <laughs> I'd have gave myself my own kids? vasectomy after yeah. buying these kids. Uh-uh. You, you're somewhere. What? <laughs> some that point. would hurt. Yeah, but we got to find out what's going to stop this at some point. Wow. They need a plug in it. That's what it needs. <laughs> yeah, man. I, I saw that story yesterday. That was pretty. I like it. He's a hell of a football player. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 13 Antonio kids. Antonio Cromartie. Mm. 13. No, he's got 14. Kids, he's got 14. Great dude. Hell of a nice guy, man. When you talk to him, man, nice guy, hell of a ball mm-hmm. player, man. Talk. Articulate, really sharp guy, man. Mm-hmm. Just got thirteen kids, man. Man, a lot okay. of a lot of like how much yeah. football pay? Several yeah. different women. Yeah, yeah. Ain't no Walgreens nowhere. No. Mm-hmm. <laughs> well, you you got that many women. You, he's very engaging. One thing he does have is conversation. <laughs> <laughs> he's not boring. No, he ain't boring at all. <laughs> he's married now. Yeah, yeah, but to get that many women pregnant, he's very talkative. But, you know, I mean, there are a lot of women out there that, you know, try to trap those guys. They ain't get pregnant. 14. But 14, though. Jeez. When do you stop? He don't. <laughs> He's got to stop Everybody now, ain't going man. to college. <laughs> <laughs> which, which Everybody ain't going point. to college. Now. Some of y'all got to get a trade. <laughs> <laughs> Everybody ain't going to college. Somebody oh, going to yeah. get a trade. <laughs> Somebody, come, man. Everybody ain't going to make it. Somebody going to manage a Wendy's. Oh, yeah. Huh? All y'all are not going to college. And two of them going to be statistics. <laughs> I mean, of you some kind. <laughs> I would actually open up an adoption agency at my house. You just come get one of these. Man. <laughs> Let's go. Let's do, uh-uh. Buckle up. Hold on tight. Here it is. Strawberry ladder. 23. Thank you, Tommy. Subject, he doesn't call anymore. Hello, Stephen Shirley. I met a guy about a month ago. We met at a restaurant he co-owns with a friend. We sat there for the whole night, chatting the night away, and left in the morning. He got my numbers from a girlfriend of mine just before we left the place. He then called 30 minutes later to find out if we got home safe. The next day, I called him. We had a chat. And during the week, he proposed to meet again with me, but he didn't pitch. What is pitch? I, I don't get that part. I don't get that. But anyway, but he didn't pitch. That's what she says. Then called later to apologize as he had to present reports to his manager. In the same week, Friday, we met again at the restaurant, then later went home. In the next week, he called and told me he wanted to see me, even if it was only for a minute. By that time, I was on my way home. I called him again. We chatted. Then we met again at the restaurant, and he offered to give me a full body massage, of which I rejected him nicely. Recently, he doesn't call at all. He doesn't get back to me like he used to. Can you please advise advise on what I can do without compromising myself in this situation? Warmest regards, Laredo. Oh, okay, Laredo, if, if what I think happened actually did happen, then that could be, and it's probably why he's not calling you anymore. You said you guys met at a restaurant, then later went home. I, I got to ask you if you meant 
that you went home together because that's certainly what it sounds like. But then at the end of the letter, you said you don't want to compromise yourself. But if you guys went home together already, then I'm assuming you compromised yourself earlier in the letter. It's a little confusing right there for me. Uh, and there's a lot of stuff going on, a lot of stuff happening really, really fast. Uh, you called him the next day. You immediately called him the next day. Uh, it sounds a little eager, a little desperate to me. Uh, that's just that's my opinion. You know, and I have some other questions. Why was he presenting reports to his manager if he owns the restaurant? A lot of confusing stuff going on in this letter. Um, Also, um, you called him again. He asked you for a full body massage. You rejected him nicely. See, again, that doesn't sound like, you know, you guys went home and got busy. Uh, I I don't know. This letter is confusing to me, Steve. What do you think? (sighs) You can at least get started. This whole thing is just a mess. (laughs) Because your letter is sporadic. Yeah. You've uh, given us information out of order, uh, incomplete, and anytime a woman writes incompletely, it's because she's intentionally leaving something out. You're the most you're the most thorough communicators I know on earth. You all will tell it all because you all's gift is probing and digging and and getting into the depth of the conversation. So when you read a letter from a woman who has an incomplete letter, it's because she's trying to pick the information she's going to share with you and leave out other information. You all are the best at it in the world, communicating and talking. So how she done wrote a letter that we don't understand? (laughs) It's because she done left some stuff out, but she trying to figure out, but now, how does she clean up and fix this mess? Well, I got some news for you when we come back, ma'am. Um, and you probably not going to like this answer right here. <laughs> but this answer is the truth. Because you are a chapter in the book. Oh, yeah. What's and you? sport fishing. Oh. She's, she's the chapter in okay. the book. That's why I wrote it. I'll explain it to you when we come back. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. 21 minutes after that, right. here's the letter. He Come doesn't on, call anymore. You know, ma'am, uh, you left a lot of information out of your letter, uh, Laredo or Lorado, whatever your name is. Uh, you met a guy about a month ago. You met at a restaurant. He co-owns with a friend. Um, like Shirley said, if he co-owns a restaurant, why is he um, filling out reports to his manager? Uh, the owner don't fill out reports to the manager. The manager fills out the yeah. reports to the owner. Uh, here's see here's what here, here's here's what started this whole thing, ladies. Be careful of this right here. Uh, we chatted the whole night hmm. and left in the morning. He got my numbers from a girlfriend of mine just before we left the place. He then called thirty minutes later to find out if we got home safe. See right there, you're impressed by that. And then he called to make sure I got home. Ladies, listen to me. Oh, he's so sweet. Don't be totally impressed by the things that we automatically do in the beginning. These are things that guys are automatically taught to do in the beginning. Don't be totally impressed with that. I mean, it's nice that he does it. It's it's troublesome if he doesn't. Right. That's the red flag. But please don't bring out the band just because he called to see if you got home safe. Hell, that's routine player move 101. First night. Okay. Then the next day I called him. You had a chat. Then he proposed to meet you again, but he didn't pitch. I think that's meaning that he didn't show up. He didn't play. 
then later called to apologize. And in the same week, we met again at the restaurant, yada, yada. The next week, he called, told me he wanted to see me for a minute, but she was on the way home. I called him again in the restaurant. Then he offered to give you a full body massage, and you rejected him nicely. Now, recently, he doesn't call at all. He doesn't get back to me like he used to. Can you please advise on what I can do without compromising myself in this situation? Okay, first of all, what's wrong? If all y'all did was chat a few times at the restaurant at the house, he offered to do a full body massage. You told him no. Now he don't call no more. Okay, then that's the chapter in the book that spurred the sport fisherman theory. He's fishing not to keep, but to throw back. Now, you are a throwback, not because of the actions you did, but because he just not looking for someone like you. Here's the deal. See, it seems like she did everything right. I I agree with Shirley. Did you sleep with the guy when you went home? What does that mean? But if you didn't, you've done everything right. Enough so that you found out he was wrong. See, ladies, that's what you got to get yourself in a position to do constantly. You've got to do enough of the right things, and then you'll find out if the guy is wrong or not. Is it not better to find out right now that he won't call you than if you done broke off the cookie, Yeah. gave him your time, in a short, this is only a, a, a week or two we're talking. But now she's so distraught, she done wrote a letter because she can't figure out what's wrong. It's nothing wrong. You figured out that he was wrong. You did everything right. The guy's talking. He didn't call you back. Walk away. Yeah. She was feeling him, though. And she just wanted to know. Right. Quit feeling him Mm -hmm. because he ain't feeling you. Exactly. He's not that into you. All right. Email us or Instagram us your thoughts on today's letter at my girl Shirley. Okay. Switching gears now. Steve, here we go. Jay, Junior, Tommy, Carla, everyone. Imagine a world where former First Lady Michelle Obama had never become our First Lady. Wow. Now, this is according to a new book. Barack Obama proposed marriage to another woman before he met Michelle. Now, in his book, The Making of Barack Obama, David Barrow says that uh, Barack actually popped the question to Sheila Miyoshi Jager twice and got rejected twice. This was before he fell for Michelle. Garrow also claims that uh, Obama believed even when he was in law school that he'd be president someday. All right. Uh, however, the author added that uh, the love between Barack and Michelle is real and mm-hmm. it is profound. Yes. I believe that. You can see it. You can see it. <laughs> you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah. So her Steve, name is you... Sheila Miyagi. What's her name again? Sheila Miyoshi Jager. She she uh white um, eight, what, yeah Asian yeah, what yeah. is she? she's she's um she when I saw the picture she, they said she was white but she looked well, he Asian. never would have made it to white yeah. house with a white woman yeah and that's, that's also what they said. <laughs> but that's also what they said in the book the book as well yeah they said that if he had his eye on the presidency uh, <laughs> that would have been over with <laughs> no 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 white woman <laughs> <laughs> but she's the one that should be mad because yeah. Well, yeah. she messed up. Kicking yeah. herself yeah. in the yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. She could have been first lady, she but that's life, though. Twice. You know, that's yeah. life. But he he got the one he was supposed to have. He was supposed to have a beautiful yeah. family right. and everything. Mm-hmm. You know, mm-hmm. actually, girls. he was being stupid. He'd have made a mistake <laughs> if he had married her. Man, yeah. Yeah. Oh, it blew everything. He wouldn't. Mm-hmm. He didn't know. Yeah, he didn't know. Yeah. 
He could have no idea the plan right. that God had. He had there no you go, idea at all what was going to happen mm-hmm. here. Yeah. That even when he was in law school, he was going to be president. Mm-hmm. Not not Sheila Jagger, though. No. Yeah, it's <laughs> Sheila Miyoshi. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, it is. Because Jagger rhymes with, and that would have been, you know, a lot of stuff. <laughs> is she married to Mick Jagger now? That, that's a no, lot it's of Jagger. Why, it's not that's a lot of reasons why Tom didn't let you talk to me. <laughs> right, that's, that's, that's the list I'm is starting. adding up, Steve. So he hires me, right? Yeah, he I brings me over understand. here. He knows what why, I do. <laughs> why they won't let Jay talk that much <laughs> over there? I was confused. And now I understand. Come because on, man, of the you stuff that come out of his damn mouth, this damn man, <laughs> yeah. God, it ain't on. even appalling, <laughs> man. Hey man, let me tell you something. I had this couple on my show. Uh, mm-hmm. These uh, these four sisters. They was all women on the show from uh, a place in uh, Georgia, coming mm-hmm. Georgia, and the lady on the end, good looking women, man. All of them kind of mm-hmm. thick. They good looking girls. The one on the end, her job was she tastes moonshine. She a moonshine sampler. Uh-huh. You know, and you know, moonshine is illegal. But they still running it down in Georgia. And still making it. Yeah. So she they everybody in the county bring it to her for her to taste it and tell them if it's good or not. What's missing in it. And so she was a really bright chick, though. She had another job during the daytime, but she did all the moonshine testing on the weekend. And her other sister was crazy, too. These two women, man, were so wild on this show, man. <laughs> and they were so crazy, man. One of them partied all the time. One of them drank moonshine. So the bit between them was, oh, I said, man, y'all crazy. Yes, we crazy. I know we crazy. And they both be talking about how crazy I I tell you how crazy I am. You see, she said, most people meet us, and they go, and they go uh, most people meet us are shocked. And a Paul, and then the other one said, "And I'm Paul," and he, she said, "And I'm shocked. Glad to meet you." You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Right now, it's a new segment called "Am I Being Petty?" So oh, we just want to know: Is situation going on in your life? Mm-hmm. Are you being petty about it? Right, mm-hmm. Jay. Where you at with this? Okay. I go to my friend's house. They got a nice big screen television, huge. Okay. We're mm-hmm. watching. We're watching a movie. And sometimes when you watch a movie, you don't hear what the person says. Yeah. Right. right. So you say, "Could you rewind that?" Mm-hmm. And he mm-hmm. says, "Rewind is five dollars extra." So what? I, yeah, it is. What? It costs. Yeah, it costs. Oh, you mean with the cable? Yeah, yeah. To re- the cable companies charge you extra for to rerun. Oh. So he says, "I don't have that." No wonder my bills. So well, so I I left. Uh. <laughs> Because I don't like, I just can't sit and watch television with somebody mm-hmm. who don't have rewind. It's an insult. <laughs> it just, no, seriously, it messes up my spirit. You know what I'm saying? Oh, no, and, spirit. That's what I'm saying. Am, yeah, am I being, all I'm asking is, am I being petty? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so my girlfriend, you guys know her, uh, Tracy threw a 50th birthday party for mm-hmm. her husband Saturday right. night. Mm-hmm. So Nesto mm-hmm. and I went, we got all dressed up and went. You know, of course, they have food and everything. Why is it everywhere we go, Nesto piles his plate when he goes, I mean, piles his plate to the ceiling. So more than he needs just, to. Yes, just, embar- I mean, it's embarrassing. Does he eat all the food? Yes. He- well, then. And then he goes back for seconds. I think. 
he so, he's hungry and he eats all the food. So this time he asked me, could I go get dessert? I just got up and just went and got in the car. I was ready to go. And you want to know if you're being oh, you yeah. Was I being like petty? That, I, yes. Got him, got in the car. <laughs> I just left. I would have got in the car. That was embarrassing. Do you That's know? They had, you know, like a, a Mexican food spread. They had tacos uh-huh. and nice, all kinds of. Nice, nice. I mean, it was really, really nice. But, yeah. I mean, he's got a. Come on now. Being petty. Really? A little petty. Really? I, I was yeah. in the car. Yeah. I was yeah. in the car, and it was going. I had started little, it up. Let's just tad bit of petty. I started the car up. <laughs> okay. Being petty. Okay. I was being petty. I'm okay. just yeah. saying. All day. <laughs> Let me ask you a question. Sorry. Okay. Am I being what, petty? Steve? Come on, Steve. What, The Steve? other day. Probably, <laughs> but come on. <laughs> the other day was Mother's Day. Uh, yes, and the grandkids came over. Mm-hmm. Okay. And I was eating a pint of Hagen dazs butter pecan. <laughs> yes, sir. Oh yes, sir. And little Noah, uh-huh. he walks up and he see me. Mm-hmm. So he go, eh. So I put a little bit in his mouth. Mm-hmm. His sister Rose must know the tone of eh. So she heard it. <laughs> she came around there. She not in front of me. Papa, I cream. Because she could talk a little bit. Aww, so I give her cute. a little bit of ice cream. Uh-huh. Morgan's daughter, Elle, she looking for Rose. She see the ice cream line. She get it. <laughs> so now, I ain't got the whole pint to myself no more, which was my plan. Uh-huh. I'm not sharing this ice cream with three of my grandkids. What the and I didn't is? want to. No. So what I did was to stop them after about four bites each. You know, my pint's starting to get away from me. So I figured the best way to get them away from me is I took a big glob of it and uh-huh. stuck it in Noah's mouth, a big glob and put it in Elle's mouth, and a big glob and put it in uh, 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 Rose's mouth and gave uh-huh. all of them brain freeze. <laughs> yes. 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 And that threw their ass into something. Of course so, it did. So they were trying to work out that severe thing Cold. between they eye, Woo. and they just got on away from me, and I finished eating. I'm just trying to figure out was I being petty? Yes. No, yes, no, yes, no, yes no. you was. Yes, he was, Jay. Yes, yes, he was, Jay. With his grandbabies, was, he was being but, petty. Can I ask you? Yes, your, your plan was to eat ice cream by yourself, right? That's what you wanted. Yes. That's all you wanted. No, you wanted a pint. A pint. <laughs> he was being petty. These are babies. Okay. Now they're over there using the fact that they're cute against me. <laughs> I love Papa ice cream. Ice cream. Oh. I love that. I love that. <laughs> yeah, you were okay, being petty. Okay, I got one, Steve. y'all. Okay, so right. Steve, yes, on, you're Carla. being petty. Okay. Let me ask you, am I being petty? So you know how okay. it is. You know, we got friends, you know, different levels of living lifestyle, mm-hmm. let's just say. Uh-huh, uh-huh. So my girl, she called me. She's been, her and her man, they've been budgeting, planning. They they got a pool. They got a pool. I was okay. so happy yeah. for them. Okay. And they was mm-hmm. like, they, she didn't want me to see it till it was time. Everything was ready. So she's like, come mm-hmm. on, girl. Let's sit outside on the deck, have a glass of wine, chop it up, catch up. Girl, I'm on my way. Got over there. Do y'all know? I walked outside. This girl got an above ground pool. Oh yeah, no, you're not being petty at all. No, you're not being you're not being petty at all. I was like, oh, hell no. oh, what? Hell no. She no. said you hell like it. To the no, you're not. Now I'm gonna tell you something about me, Carla. I'm not climbing over no wall to get in the wall. Come on, Steve. Come on. 
That's what I'm doing. Call me Jay bougie down, if you Steve. want to. You got to get Jay your leg down. over into the pool. I'm not climbing no damn wall to get in that pool. You feel me? You feel me? Jay is down oh, on that one. I love it. You got to climb over. Everybody see your backside getting in the pool. You get in the pool. She was like, Shirley. No, she was like, what do you think? What? at all. See, what people with above ground pools need to do what? That needs to be said on the phone. <laughs> yes, I thank you. I have an above ground pool. <laughs> Would you like to climb in? So you <laughs> right. <laughs> what? <laughs> so she she she's looking That's at funny. me. Mm-hmm. We got the wine glasses oh and the wine bottle. <laughs> I said, let's just go inside. I don't want to sit outside with all these bugs and stuff. Yeah, I didn't know man. what to say. Okay, am what? I being petty? Yes. Uh, no, no, you're not, being petty, no, you're not. You're not being petty. I'm kidding. You can see the you're manufacturing name on the pool. Come on, Marco Polo. Get out of here. Marco, hell no. That's what it is. He said, I'm not climbing. Come on, Steve. No, I knew he would see it my way. Uh, I got to get my leg up over my shoulder. <laughs> and I, don't I, I don't Tam have a pool. and I don't have a pool in my house. I feel the same way. Oh, my God. But when I get one, it will be yeah, dug will out of the be. ground. Oh. In ground, Shirley. That's how yes. we do it. Yes. Well, I can That's set up, but I done told myself trying to get over this damn wall. Hurt my groin trying to get yeah. in the pool. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. All right, nephew, weekend confessions. This is all it's you right sad. here, nephew. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm not here to help you. I'm just here to, I just want to hear what you're going through. Give us a call, 877-29-STEVE. It's time to confess whatever you did over the weekend. Don't call in here. With your real name, find you another name and just let it all out and let the nephew hear what you're going through. All right, let's go to the phones. Line one, let's go to James out of Tennessee. James. What's going on, man? What's going on, man? What's happening? It's all good, man. What's your confession? My my confession is that, man, my girlfriend, she's always hanging out with uh, her friends and uh, her family on the weekends. You know, she's always going out of town with them every weekend. But when I try to do it, you know, there's a big problem. There's a big argument about it. You know, she, I, I can't do what she do. When I do the same thing, she do the problem. So this weekend, she decided she's going to hang out with her mom and her sister. I said, cool, I got to work. But I really didn't have to work. So I decided to go to Atlanta. You know, so when she called me, I told her I was at work. I couldn't talk on the phone. Normally, that's how it is when I'm at work. But I wasn't doing the type of work that she thought I was doing. Mm-hmm. So when she got back Sunday... You know, I came back in with my work clothes on, and she's like, how was work this week? I was oh, man, work was good. I got all sweaty and wet at work, so work was good, man. <laughs> so you made it through. She don't know nothing. She don't know nothing, man. She going back out of town next week? Yes, sir. So am I. And you too. <laughs> Go ahead, He's man. going back to work. Work your dinner. Yeah, Always keep them work clothes in there. Just a little overtime, keep them- yeah. Keep them work clothes in the trunk and keep them sweaty so you can put that on when you come in. Yes, overtime. That is not good advice, Jay. I'm with Tommy no matter what he says. (laughs) You stupid. (laughs) I hear you back there, Jay Anthony Brown. I'm with Tommy, man. Tommy's absolutely right. Yes, sir. Hey, 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 Jay, I got a character for you called Uncle Overall, man. 
We have enough characters on this show. Thank you so much. Yeah, we we're love the suggestions. Character overload. We got characters we can't even get on the show. So we good on characters, partner. Thank you, James. Right, James. Thank you. <laughs> Let's go to line two and talk to TJ out of Kentucky. He's smart. He didn't give us his real name. DJ. Hey, what's going on, bro? Good morning, good morning, man. What's your confession? All right, don't judge me, man. But uh, look, mm. I I ended up skipping out on the Mother's Day bill yesterday, man. God, dog. No, Who no, you took no. To- no, no. First of all, we get there. They say it's a little, it's a you know, twenty five minute wait. I'm cool with that. I know it's Mother's Day. They sit us down. It takes about fifteen minutes just for the server to come by. They don't apologize for it. My drink was wrong. So I'm like, I'll just order the order the Sam Adams. They gave me a Bud Light. I'm like, all right, whatever. Just get just give me a Jim Bean. You can't mess that up. Just Jim Bean, neat. Mm-hmm. Wait about another about 15 minutes for that. Order the food. My youngest daughter's food was burnt. My mm-hmm. oldest daughter's food got there about 15 minutes late. I'm going. This can't be real. So it actually took another server to come by. They're like, are y'all all right? I'm like, all right, cool. So, you know what? I was like, she, my wife was just completely frustrated. I said, go, 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 go ahead, go to the car. She looked at me like, what are you doing? I said, just go ahead, go to the car. The We're bill make came. Run <laughs> she was like, what are you doing? Just go to the car. <laughs> now, I know everybody, you know, with the supermarkets, I went ahead and bought some gift cards because, you know, it gets a little Kroger points and whatnot. So I bought a little $50, you know, <laughs> gift card. I look at the bill, I'm like, all right, $150. And I'm about thirty. I'm about thirty feet from that front door. I slipped that mm. gift card in there. I said it's about two hundred dollars on that gift card. Like, all right. They went all the way to the back. I just slipped out. And my wife oh. knew about it. My wife let me have it last night. <laughs> oh, you didn't pay. Wait, 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 wait. I'm a little lost. Maybe I missed something. The bill was one fifty, right? Uh-huh. The bill was about what? The bill was about one fifty. Yeah, and you left a gift card that was two hundred. No, no I told 50, the waitress that it was about two hundred. Right, oh, fifty. Yeah. It, so she so she bought a hundred dollars show. Uh huh. Okay. Now, and you, 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 I should have tipped the other waiter. That helped you. <laughs> yeah, that's, that's so wrong. And so TJ, you think they out. might come looking for you? Nah, <laughs> we just out of there. You need your ass with I own a restaurant. You need your ass. With. <laughs> <laughs> no, I left, no, I left out when the waiter no. was cutting off my wife. That's what really just kind of. I know what you're saying, off. but yeah, as a restaurant owner. No, uh-huh, no, no, Jay, you agree with everything Tommy <laughs> said. Come on, Steve. Yeah, weekend confessions. He confessed. Tommy, you agree with help. me? Yeah. <laughs> I always agree with you, Jay. You did your thing, TJ. I ain't mad at you. <laughs> Happy okay. belated Mother's Day to you, wife. <laughs> she let her Next call to Shirley. <laughs> All right, let's go to line three and talk to Keisha out of Illinois. Keisha. Hey. Hey. Good morning, crew. That's hey, Keisha. Steve, Carla, Shirley, um, Tommy, Julia, Jay. It's a lot of y'all. Right. <laughs> yeah, we're crowded. Uh-huh. What's your confession, okay. baby? So my confession is, first of all, I can write a strawberry book with my confession, but I'm going to simmer it down. Um, I found out that my husband was cheating, and he'd been cheating the whole time. We was married. He's been married for three mm-hmm. years. 
So I decided, okay, I'm a patient person. I didn't get the information and just go ballistic. I got the information and I put it in my arsenal. Like, okay, this is what I'm going to do. So the weekend came and he worked night, right? He worked like all night until like early in the morning. So I don't see him until the next day. So I, I was taking him to work. I had to drop him off. And I was like, look, I don't want to do this no more. I don't want to be married. I don't want to be with you. I had, he had, uh, I had handed him my phone and I was like, I got something to do and I got somewhere to go. And he was like, arguing with me about why do I want to leave? And I was like, no, I'm, I'm, I'm leaving. I'm going to put your stuff out. So when I got home last night, I got everything. I mean, everything. And I put it all out. Put it all out on the curb. Left. Mm -hmm. Went over somebody else's house. And I went there when he came home this morning. So I don't know what happened. Oh, God. Mm, hang right. on. We're going to get some more of this information when yeah. we come back. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. All right. All right. All right. Uh, we're in the middle, middle of a, weekend yeah, confessions, baby. Yeah, we were talking to Keisha, right? And before you close out the confessions, I have one, Tommy. But go ahead and finish up. Oh. Okay. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Let's, let's go. Let's, we, let's, we're going back to Keisha. Keisha dropped her husband off at work and told him that it was pretty much a wrap and went home and packed all his stuff and put it outside. Keisha. Line three, yes. cat. All right, baby. So that's just it. We, you ain't going to, is he going to even be able to get back home from work? Oh, no. Nah, Cause I'm not going to get his old dusty self. Let me tell you something. This man, it should be a whole nother show about how people cheat on Facebook. The brother then cheated with everybody from the lady who gave us a dog to one of my mm. students' parents. The dude been busy, okay? Mm. So when wow. I handed him the phone, it was a bunch of screenshots of his Facebook messages to the chicks. Mm. Mm. So he's just cold he, he just couldn't understand, like, oh, my God. Oh, my God. You can't explain that. So, no, nah, so he been going nowhere in to go. Well, Lakeisha. You've been going in his phone. How long you been going through his phone? Oh, look, I go in the brother's phone, but it didn't even matter that I was going in the brother's phone. He had a whole other Facebook <laughs> alias page that he was, like, doing everything with. And the brother was so comfortable <laughs> that everything was there, okay? Everything. Not my husband, but Why the is she calling her husband? The brother. brother. The brother. Not the husband, but my, the brother. The brother. The brother. <laughs> I know. <laughs> Keisha, you through? She, she, she's really through. You know how we know she's through, men. Mm -hmm. she's, she's, yeah. calm. Yeah, she's calm. She's calm. Yeah. Yeah. She's calm. She's made her decision. Yeah, yeah. 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 she's calm. I she's done. As a matter of fact, my confession mm. is that I'm relieved the brother gonna be gone. Okay. Mm. The brother. Yeah. Once you refer to as the brother and you're the husband. <laughs> yes. Yeah, you're done. Yeah. 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 <laughs> you gonna you gonna keep the dog too, baby? Yes. Yes. Where's the dog going? With him or with you? Oh, the dog got to go with him. Especially if you're going to be uh, messing with the lady who didn't gave us the dog. Yeah. You, you oh, yeah, you don't want dog. that dog. Every time I see oh, this yeah. dog, you, you I'm going to dog what you Oh, uh, hell no, that dog, dog be in a life of misery. You might as well turn that dog into Michael Vick, boys. Oh, no. oh, Can you take me to Michael Vick's house? I get treated better over there. Hell yeah. Hell yeah. The dog don't even know why it's got to go. No. Keisha, so. we're with you, girl. Thank you, Keisha. I'm mad at Keisha. Uh-uh.
We know Keisha two people who are through. Yeah. yeah. Good luck, the, baby. Keisha and the and, brother. And yeah. Monique. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right, let's go with, uh, let's go with line six, um, uh, Tommy. Let's go to Kevin. Oh, if we have Kevin. Kevin. Good morning, morning crew. How y'all doing this morning? Good, man. Real fast, man. We ain't got a lot of time. What's your confession? Well, my confession is I hooked up with my married ex over the weekend. Ooh. Married ex. Wow. That was quick. Okay. Kevin, you married? No, I'm single. Okay. Is she married? Yes. Yeah, just yeah. That's what married married X married. X married. That's what married X is. Hey, man, you need to pay attention to your you segment. You education run your segment. <laughs> <laughs> A degree. Damn. Go ahead, Kevin. Well, the, the thing was, um, Friday, I went out, right, and uh, went to this certain club, and we met up. You know, I was sitting at the bar having a few drinks, and she came up, and she recognized me. So we got to talking, right? So... After we left the club, she... Ten seconds, uh, man. Hey, man, just hang on. We got to hit all these as carryovers. We'll be right back. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Yo, what's happening, man? It's your man, Mike Epps. And when I'm riding down the street, I don't listen to nothing but Steve Harvey's Morning Show. (laughs) Okay. All right. I love that. We are still in weekend confessions. We got Kevin still on the line. Yeah. Yeah, that was uh, line six, Kat. Kevin. Yes, sir. Go ahead and finish, man. Yeah, well, like I said, uh, we hooked up and got, got to a hotel room, and I'm going to just put it like this, Tommy. It was Fifty Shades Darker Part 2. Just put it like that. <sighs> you put some work in, didn't you? Yes, sir. Yeah. Now, I don't know how she Made me proud? This. Sir? Did you make me proud? Yes, I did. <laughs> yes, I did. <laughs> now, is your married okay, so- ex married, Kevin? No, ma'am. I'm curious. Oh, okay. No, I'm, I'm, just, I'm single, but uh, then she calls me the next day and wants to know if she should tell her husband. I told her I didn't, that was up to her, and I hung up the phone. No, can she okay. tell her husband? What? Not if she like Al. <laughs> Damn, I want to help you not, Kevin. You don't care, Kevin? You don't no, care. I, I care about her, but my thing is that that was on her. I, I would not there looking for it. Mm-hmm. Food. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, your thing Food should be country. a weapon. That's what your thing should be. <laughs> yeah. You I think mean, y'all gonna hook up do? again, man? Oh, um, probably not. Oh, okay. After that, okay. after that, tell your husband comment. Yeah. What if she tells him and he comes looking for you? Well, he doesn't know where I stand, so. <laughs> well, she might tell him. Well, Just... well, I got something for him if he do. <laughs> Sounds good on the phone, sir. <laughs> this is crazy right here. <laughs> All right, so you're Kevin. done, Kevin. He's done. Be safe. Watch your back. He putting in fifty shades of great work, partner. So he's done. We're clear. He's done, right? Okay. See, he got some fun. All right, let's go to line four uh, and talk to uh, Jonah out of Mississippi. Mm-mm. Jonah. Good morning. Good morning. How y'all doing this morning? Good morning. Good morning. What's your confession? Hey, Tommy, you want somebody yeah. else to do your segment, dog? I'm good. I'm good. Uh, dry today. <laughs> yes. My, my partner had me to deliver his mother a uh, Mother's Day present because he had to work. <laughs> okay. I got, I got there, and I guess she had just got out the shower. She came to the door. She had to 
fully, I mean, she had a big, long uh, house coat on. Mm-hmm. I, I gave her the, the mm-hmm. gift, and, and then she said, but you want some, some breakfast? I said, well, yes, ma'am. I don't, you know, I'm good with that. She fixed mm-hmm. me a plate. I sat down at the nook to eat. And by the time I heard her yell, and she had uh, burned her hand on the stove. Oh. I rushed in and uh, to help her out. And I happened to step on the <laughs> the bottom a house of her, coat. her house coat. And it came open. Yeah. And yeah. Uh, I'm like, oh, I'm sorry. I'm so sorry. And kind of you know, turned my head. And she was like, baby, that's okay. But you, you act like you ain't never seen a woman before. Yeah. And I'm like, well, yeah, yes, ma'am. But no, ma'am, you know. And she said, well, look here, don't act. And, um... I put in work. Ah, dog, Jonah. Can we come? Can we come back to Jonah? Yeah, I got yeah, to get bar, the rest bar, of this. Hey, man, this the best confession you done ever <laughs> had. <laughs> You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. All, All right, right. we're back. Weekend confessions. We got Jonah on the line. Jonah went oh. by his boy's uh, mother's house to drop now. off a yeah. gift. She cooked him some breakfast. She burnt her hand. He stepped on the hem of the house coat. Everything came open, and that's where. We come back to Jonah to get the rest of the story. Yeah, Jonah was Jonah. on line four, Cat. Jonah line four out of Mississippi. Yes, sir. Mm-hmm. And after the house coat came open, like I said, she came on to me and it was more or less like, what you going to do now? I felt uncomfortable. Mm-hmm. But after she made the first move and grabbed me. Yeah. And it was more like attention. Hey, yeah. I, I, yeah. I had to go for what I know. Okay. And she just kept the burnt hand in the air th- the whole time. She has a, a uh, an island in the middle, and she put her hand under the water mm-hmm. and threw one leg up on it. So she was taking care of the hand and taking care of you at the same time. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Multitasking, <laughs> incredible, mama. Yes, sir. Okay. Ooh, that she can put a leg up on the island. That's good, right there. <laughs> How long was you over there? How long did this go on? 35, 45 minutes. Go ahead, Jonah. That's it. Yep. Now, that's but how the, you bring over a Mother's Day present, yeah. though, just like that. How, did, how does she look? Is she a very attractive lady? Well preserved for her age. Okay. I, not like I'm, George Wallace's I'm, mama, right? And Fletcher. You got the hell out of there with George Wallace. <laughs> well, hold up, though, Jonah. Shut up, Jay. Be quiet, Jonah. You, <laughs> Jonah, you stood up and put in work for 45 minutes? Yes, sir. God. Well, I'm, I'm a man. <laughs> <laughs> if this boy here just found a surprise, Tony. I'm a man. What about Jonah? No, that's right, Jonah. I think Jonah just found freedom. He just, ah, I'm, I'm a man. I'm, I'm a man. I'm what you talking about? Man. I was a little surprised. When last time you put in 45 minutes of standing straight up work? Uh, with a nap, I could, you know. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so Jonah, let's talk. Your, your, let's talk about your boy, because this this one of your partners, white mama, right? Yes, sir. Yeah, yeah, that's. I know you feel a little bad about that part, huh? Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Yeah, you ain't told him. No, you got no. to tell him. You no, tell him. no, no. Yeah, I you have to. Okay. Grade. I got to get up to the grade. But are you going back over to Mama's house, though? Yes. I don't know about that one. 
Ooh. You reckon you may go then? Why does he sound I, like I, John Coffee? I, 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 I mean, if my boy go, I have to go with him. If I mean, you know, but other than that, no. <laughs> no You're going to tell me when when your boy go out of town, you, you might not slide <laughs> back by there just to check on him? Oh, that sound like John Coffee. <laughs> Like the drinks, huh? <laughs> spelled it. No, sir. Yeah. No, I was sir, a little too late. Back over there. <laughs> <laughs> I God, Jonah, for real. You, explain you, it to the rest of the, you know, his siblings. I mean, you know, if I keep popping up like that. Oh, yeah. So what would you do if he asked you to take something else back over to his mama? You just have a fit. He's like, oh, I, can't, I can't go over there, man. I can't, can't do that, uh, yeah, I might have to make an excuse up. I don't, I don't know. Well, you know, I just, I don't know. I, How old is his mama, man? She between fifty-five and sixty. Oh, them good numbers, boy. Good, good numbers, numbers. And she's well preserved for her age. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. How old are you, Jonah? Thirty-nine. Do the math. Do the math. Thirty-nine goes into fifty-five. Forty-five minutes. <laughs> On Junior, though, you reckon? You reckon you know, he said he didn't know, surely. I just had to give it to him how he could understand it. Well, you reckon you may go back? Well, maybe directly after a while. Right, right, Steve, right. But you know, it's been a little while ago before I went, 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 went twinks there. Man. You, you got anything to take over to your mama house, man? Because I ain't doing that. <laughs> I lied, but uh-huh. not be forthright about it. <laughs> what? what? You gonna tell I you? said I lied, but not be forthright yeah. about it. Yeah. Next the time. slaves have come out. You tell you, boy. Slave mentality, man. Yeah. Wow. Jay, he just made it. He just made freedom this, this past yeah, week. That stuff must be good. Turn him to a slave. Then yeah. I swear to God, ain't going back over there. Hush, <laughs> 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 not on leg up on that island. Oh, no, sir. <laughs> Is Jonah your real name? Oh, yes. Yes, it is. It's that a John Coffey. I'm telling you. Today it is? Okay. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Yes. Jonah's my name. Well, man, I don't normally give advice, man, but you ought to at least swing back a couple of times and check on yeah, mama, man. man. Just make sure yeah, she's all right. See how mama doing. Get you some more breakfast oh, and get no, that sir. leg hiked up on that on that island one more time. Oh, oh, oh. I'm supposed to be turning out, not getting turned out. You going back over there? Stop lying. You going back over there? Probably over there now. <laughs> Calling from there right now. <laughs> he in the kitchen. This is crazy. <laughs> she upstairs in some Epsom salt. Look at that. That leg. Soaking that leg. He down there eating shortcake. What did you say, Steve? What? As soon as she get back with that prescription, it's going to be over. <laughs> oh, God. Well, well preserved. Okay. Wow. Jonah. Right, <laughs> Got your confession off your chest. I appreciate you calling, man. Have a good day. All right. Yeah. You I reckon wow. we will. Yeah. I reckon we will. <laughs> Hush now. Hush. <laughs> it's some of Mrs. Cornbread. <laughs> Man, okay. Uh, it was a good day. Yeah, it was huh? a good day. It was a good day. 
One thing about it afterwards, though, I don't feel no ways tired. <laughs> Forty-five long minutes. You Keep don't. I still don't feel no ways tired. <laughs> Come on, James Cleveland. <laughs> Couple of them thighs, though. We keep the cornbread. For all Steve Harvey contests, no purchase necessary. Void where prohibited. Participants must be legal U.S. residents at least 18 years old, unless otherwise stated. For complete contest rules, visit SteveHarvey.com. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Have you ever brought your magic to Walt Disney World like, hey, we came to play? Did you tip your tiara to a Creole princess or get goofy officially? Step up like a boss and save the day? Or see what life's like under the tree of life? Did you? If you could. Would you? When we come through, it's true magic. Because we came to play. Bring the magic at Walt Disney World Resort. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare. What's up, y'all? Janice Torres here. And I'm Austin Hankwitz. We're the hosts of Mind the Business, Small Business Success Stories, a podcast presented by iHeartRadio's Ruby Studios and Intuit QuickBooks. Join us as we speak with small business owners about the tools they use to turn their ideas into success. From finding that initial spark of entrepreneurship to organizing payments and invoices, we've got you covered. So follow and listen to Mind the Business, Small Business Success Stories on the iHeartRadio app or wherever you get your podcasts. Tired of restless nights? At Lisa, we know good sleep is essential for mental, physical, and emotional health. From memory foam mattresses to hybrids that keep you cool all night long, Lisa's mattresses offer exceptional comfort and support with free delivery and 100 nights to try out your mattress in the comfort of your home. For a limited time, save up to $700 off select mattresses plus two free pillows. Go to lisa.com slash iHeart for an additional $50 off mattresses and select goods. Exclusions apply. See lisa.com for more details. You deserve a moment to yourself every single day. And a delicious bite of a Keebler Sandies can give you that comforting pause. <sighs> Don't forget to pack the melt-in-your-mouth magic of a Keebler Sandies for a post-lunch pick-me-up. This magic is baked into simple shortbread cookies by Ernie and the Keebler Elves. So as life continues to fly by, make the most of your me moment. Take a pause and enjoy a Keebler Sandies.